Shoe Money Podcast. Joseph White here alongside Mr. Ryan Paulson. The Week 11 edition. A weird, uh, one might say terrible slate this week, which we will obviously get into. But a profitable one last week. Mr. Paulson, big weekend for you, and yet we're back. Why? Doesn't matter if it's a good slate, if it's a bad slate, if we got crushed last week. If we smash last week, we always stay chasing those new pairs of shoes. Always. <laughs> uh, a big week for you last week, my man. Good. Well well done. Um, you know, we, we were texting during during the games, waiting for all of the 4 p.m. dudes to emerge. And, uh, and they showed up, you know, in the last 30 seconds, it seems. Yeah. Having a Kyler Diggs and Hopkins game stack is... Uh, Pretty great climbing up the leaderboards, literally as the slate is coming to an end. That was big. That was a that was a big last thirty seconds. Insane, obviously, last thirty seconds. But fantasy purposes, it it swung my season long matchup because I had Diggs and Murray. It obviously swung your uh, your your daily lineups that week. I was I was out of it in the daily. So happy that that one of us uh, made some made some money in the end there. The show, collectively, though, is on a heater. We are. It doesn't matter how terrible this slate is. There's money to be made. I mean, let's hope, but boy, is it terrible. And, and we'll, we'll get into it because um, we are on a fantasy heater as a show. Uh, the parlays, not so much. And, uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll keep after it because why not uh, at the end. But this is a brutal slate, um, and I just – it, it, it's hard to figure out where to go in a bunch of key places because you don't feel all that confident almost anywhere. And so as we start with quarterback, you know, Murray's gone. Russell Wilson's gone. Uh, Mahomes is gone. Can't believe I, I almost forgot his name. Best quarterback in the game. Breeze is gone. Not that he was somebody lighting up your board this year. Um, but there's Aaron Rodgers, $7,000. In a not great matchup on paper, though, I expect uh, a big game out of Green Bay this week. So he's my first quarterback off the board. I like Lamar. More for floor and safety on a week where we don't feel like we're going to feel too great just setting a lineup and looking at it and say, yeah, that, that makes me feel good. So I like Lamar. He's fine. I agree. Tough matchup on paper for Rodgers. Uh, Devontae Adams did not practice today, which is Thursday, so that would be a big concern for me for Rodgers. But at 7K, he's a guy that could get you 30 points, and on a week like this, I think that's going to be a big thing. Yeah, if uh, if Adams doesn't play or if, or if he looks significantly limited, uh, my Rodgers love takes a hit. But, I mean, he was 7,900 last week, put up 29 points, and got a $9,000 price – or $900, excuse me, price jump – or drop – He's $900 price job. So I, I like that. You know, Lamar Lamar at his range is fine, right? Like $7,300 is not isn't a terrible price uh, for that floor for Lamar. My problem is at this point, I don't want Lamar Jackson as the most expensive quarterback on a slate. I'm just not interested anymore. Great player, but just something is off with that entire offense this year. Totally agree. He, he just makes you feel a little bit safer. You know, coming back from last year, we know what his upside can be. So he could be the highest scoring quarterback on the slate, and that's why you're interested in that. Uh, how do we feel about fresh haircut Justin Herbert? I mean, I don't like the haircut. No. 
Um, no, not at all. But I don't mind his price, and I love his matchup. So I, I know the Jets are, are you know, you see the, the red nine next to them there. Um, that's, you know, that that's something that's worrying in a normal setup. But then, I mean, it's the Jets, right? So I just, I, I don't, I don't believe that nine. I just, numbers lie, statistics lie, analytics, get out of here. Uh, Justin Herbert and that Chargers offense against the Jets. Yes, please. Yep, right there with you. We know that he can do it with his legs. He's had a, a good run of success here now, you know, almost two months where we feel pretty confident that we have a good sample size. Uh, I like Big Ben for tournaments. It's really tough to nail down who is, like, uh, his favorite target of the week is going to be. You got mm-hmm. Juju, you got Claypool, you got Deontay Johnson. We'll probably play two of them, but it's just – I wish we felt more confident about where that work was going to go and then who we could bring it back with on the other side. James Robinson's a little banged up. We know he's going to get a bunch of volume, but he's fine for tournaments. I think the guy that I really start to like is 6,500 Deshaun Watson against New England. That one's interesting to me. Um, You know, his numbers haven't, especially the last two weeks, haven't lit up the board. 14 last week is troubling, but maybe that drives some ownership away. Um, and then, you know, th- th- he's had respectable games, you know, 24 the week before, 27, 35, 30. Um, m- my concern there is, one, the 14-point game, because that, that is a little concerning. And, and, you know, 24 is certainly value off of his current price. But I, I love more, right? I-, I would like more. But, it you know, you're, you're, hitting, you're hitting your numbers if you get 24 out of your quarterback at 6,500. My concern is that... The Patriots have a tendency to just lock some lock lock something of an offense down, and I think it's going to obviously it's Deshaun Watson because he's the offense, right? You're not you're not looking to the backup running back now that David Johnson is at and be like, oh, he's the guy we got to stop. No, it's it's Deshaun. Yeah, and I would imagine that this game plays a little bit slow in terms of pace. Mm-hmm. New England likes to play slow; they like to run the ball a lot. They're not really known for their big plays. Uh, Houston could crack it open with Fuller and Cooks. So uh, I'm with you. Watson, probably a guy that you're looking for a tournament type of ceiling. Uh, there's still plenty of guys that I like below this. So if I'm looking to like get weird at quarterback, I think you can do it for a lot cheaper this week. Yeah, a uh, little cheaper is Kirk Cousins, $6,200. Um, you know, Cousins always scares me, and, and, and the numbers do not jump out, right? 18, 20, 10, 29, you got to go four weeks back to find, to find a game you love in there. Um, but this Dallas secondary is atrocious, so uh, I I think there is there 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 is a narrative that has Cousins with a big week. However, there's also narratives that have Dalvin Cook really with the big week out of that offense. But 6,200, I like him. Yeah, I don't think you can play Cousins and Cook together no. with how slow Minnesota plays, unfortunately. So I know Cook's going to be very popular. Makes sense, though. You know, I think Jefferson and Thielen will also be very popular. Yeah. So that, to me, is very interesting as a pivot off of the Cook chalk. Uh, same price. I like Cam Newton in that same game. A lot of rushing upside. He's been doing a lot better with that the last couple of weeks now that he's starting to recover more from COVID. The first couple of games back, it was pretty ugly. So mm-hmm. uh, I do like that game quite a bit. How do we feel about one Jameis Winston this uh, week? I, I really like him. Uh, 28th defense 
in terms of uh, fantasy production here that uh, the Saints are facing in the Falcons. He's at home. Um, I, I just We know Jameis can sling it. And even when he's turning the ball over, he puts up points. And I I like Jameis quite a bit here. I, I, I think, you know, I love Kamara. But Kamara's 9,200. Jameis is 59. Um, you can, I think, play them both together and, and, and hope for the, the dump-off situation. Um, you know, uh, Sean Payton making sure not to put Jameis in, in bad spots. I just... We we've seen Jameis go off, so fifty nine hundred dollars. I mean, you, you're getting the quarterback of the Saints' offense for under six k. Yeah, he's interesting for sure. You know, we just don't really know what they're going to do in this situation. So it's really hard to project usage, but for tournaments, I think he's pretty interesting. Yeah, um, a little bit cheaper. I think Carson Wentz is interesting as well. Finally got his uh, full arsenal of weapons back, 5,700. He can do it with his legs. At the same time, I'm going to recommend Cleveland's defense on the other side once we yeah. get there later. Yeah. But um, I think, you know, if all goes well in this game, he could probably go for three touchdowns and maybe one on the ground. And he does have some upside here, I think. Agreed. Um, you know, and then, and then you start getting down lower. Um, th- there are some guys you can play and hope. You know, Burrow, I think you can play in hope against Washington, though I think he's going to be under siege all game, which is why I'm 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 gonna when we get there, like the Washington defense quite a bit. Baker, I guess, though though that's you know, except a single digit game, you know, if if you're playing Baker. Alex Smith threw the ball a ton last week. Um, fifty five attempts, but still only put up nineteen points. So He's there, um, but really, I mean, for me, Jameis is, is my bottom line. Uh, I like Joe Burrow quite a bit. I think that game has the opportunity to shoot out most likely, possibly. Mm-hmm. And I think we know that Cincinnati is going to allow Joe Burrow to drop back a lot. So I like him for a depressed price tag and... Uh, <laughs> Do it. Alex Smith threw the ball 55 times right. last week. Right. And Cincinnati's defense is not that great. So. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, I mean, look, I don't love this, but at the same time, it's pretty early in the week for this week with a lot of injury news still kind of in flux. We don't mm-hmm. know how much money we're going to need to save yet. Right. So, like, right now. I feel like we need to save a little bit of money so guys like Smith and Burrow and Wentz, like they come into play more frequently for me. But ugh. it's it's bad at the bottom end here. It's it's not I think Jameis is the last one you feel kind of kind of good about. Everyone else is just like uh, let's hold my nose and hope. I don't want it to be a skill game, Joe. Let me just play Kyler Murray every week. Oh, yeah, that would be fun, right? That would be fun. More fun for sure. Alright, let's uh let's go to running back then. Um where yeah, there are two guys, way more expensive, two healthy guys, way more expensive than uh, than everybody else, and they're the two guys you like the most this week. Alvin Kamara, $9,200 uh, against the Atlanta defense with a backup quarterback, love. And Alvin Cook, I think uh, we, we talked about him earlier as, as you know, a highly owned option, obviously, but you, you have to love him against Dallas, too. Yeah, definitely prefer Dalvin with the news that Kamara missed Thursday's practice with a foot injury. 
So really tough to say what's going on there. Let's say he plays, but he's still got something lingering. Mm -hmm. 9.2K is a a big price tag to pay off, and he could still give you 20 points, and you'd still probably be fine. But it takes a little bit of shine off that ceiling that I think he has when he's fully healthy. So give me Dalvin Cook. I think the ownership will flow there as well. But let's be real here. Minnesota could really put the stomp down to the Cowboys this weekend, and we could see a lot of Madison mixing in by the end of the game. Good. Could. So the question then becomes, where else do you go? I mean, I, I do like those two, provided Kamara's healthy, uh, significantly more than pretty much anyone else on the slate. And and the real problem and the real trouble for the slate uh, that we referenced at the top is that I don't really like anyone in this middle range, like at all. Who's your next guy on the list? And I'll fill in with anybody I like. Honestly? Because I, I have three names total. Damian Harris at $5,700. Wow. Okay, that's a big drop. Okay, that's. I mean, I I went through and just kind of like I don't love, I don't love, I don't love, I don't love. Ooh, there's a guy I would feel good having in my lineup. It's Damian Harris at 5700. He's got 22, 14, and 16 carries in his last three games. Houston is 31st against the rush. I, I think I think he is the running back emerging in New England, and that's a dangerous sentence. Um, you know, do do I like a little bit of Jonathan Taylor? Sure. Um, you can run on Green Bay. He's 5,800, but I mean, two of his last three games have been under six points. So I don't love that. And I think Green Bay is going to come out and have a big game. So I kind of like Naeem Hines at 5,200 as my guy in the Indianapolis offense, since he's had, he's gone over 20 in two of his last three games. And and I don't think it's going to be a run the ball situation for Indianapolis, even though they're favored. So it's Kamara Cook. It's a big gap of guys I don't feel great about. And then Harris at 5,700, who I do like. Yeah, you got to like the usage that the Patriots are giving to Harris right now. The only small caveat is he's not a pass catcher at all. So if Houston gets out big, Harris could be phased out of the game plan for Burkhead and White. But this just doesn't feel like a game where it's going to get away from New England either. So I think he's a solid play. Um out of the Colts, I think I agree with you about Hines. It's really hard to trust any of them, but I would liken Green Bay to get out to a lead, which I think will mix in Hines more with his patch, pass catching abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, to mix in around what you said, I kind of like Miles Sanders. It's 6.9. Too much usage from Boston Scott and Corey Clement, though. They both got touchdowns last week. Sanders did not. Mike Davis burned everybody at 4K last week. Got up. $2,800. No Christian McCaffrey this week. Pretty decent matchup. He's fine. I just don't love him this week. Yeah. But I don't think very many people will either. Uh, James Conner was back on the field a lot for the Steelers last week. Good matchup against the Jags. I like that. Look, man, the O line's bad. The quarterback situation's bad. But Zeke Elliott is 6.5K. I'm going to have interest in that price tag. I mean, I, I understand based solely on, on the price, right? He was 7700 week one. He's been as high as 8300 and now he's 60, 65, excuse me. But he hasn't seen double digits since week six. It's worrying. It's a hold-your-nose play. Look, I, I'm not – I just – I like that game environment. It's indoors. Dallas has tried to throw the football with Garrett Gilbert and Ben DiNucci, and it hasn't worked. 
I think that if Zeke sees 20 touches for 6.5K, we know his talent's there. I, I think he's just a good ceiling play for low ownership, something that I personally like. That, that's, that's about it. Um, unfortunately, DeAndre Swift got put into the concussion protocol. Otherwise, I think he was going to end up being very popular, and I like that. Saw his usage increased after there was a report last week that they plan to feature him more than Adrian Peterson and on Johnson. Had a nice game. So I like him a little bit. Uh, you can try to play whack-a-mole with Antonio Gibson and J.B. McKissick. Gibson is going to be getting all the touches in the run game and then also the goal line work. But J.D. McKissick saw like 15 targets last week or something mm-hmm. in the passing game. Uh, he's a tough play at 5.2K, but right. it's hard not to know the usage. Uh, Kalen Balaj is 5.6K, clearly emerged as the guy for the Chargers. And they said they're going to give him even more work this week. So he's more expensive than when we've played Justin Jackson and Josh Kelly, but it's the Jets. And if he's going to get 20 to 25 touches, I have interest at that price tag based on the week. Looks like Joe Mixon's going to be out again this week. We like the Cincinnati-Washington game. You can definitely get back on Gio Bernard. David Johnson's going to miss again this week. So to get another cheap exposure to Houston and New England, you can Duke Johnson once more. That's the end of my list. Yeah. Did you mention James Robinson? Uh, casually before, just because yeah. he's hurt right now. But when I mentioned Ben Roethlisberger, I said, like, if you wanted to bring it back with a piece of the Jags, it, it would be James Robinson for me. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been over double digits every game this season. He's 6,400. And, and even if you believe that, you know, the Steelers are going to put it on the Jags this week. And and I think that's that's questionable given – you know, the fact that this game is in Jacksonville and, and the, the the home road split, you know, road road Roethlisberger is a thing um, that you have to worry about. Um, week three, Miami beat uh, beat the Jags 31 to 13. And Robinson put up 30 points. You know, so even in a blowout, he can he can get there Now he had, you know, two touchdowns in that game and and. And that certainly is going to help. But I'm just, my point is just that even in a blowout, he can get there. So he is, you know, if, if there's anyone in that middle range between Cook and Harris, then Robinson's it for me. I like it. I mean, I don't like it. No. But I think we have a good read on the week based on what we're given to work with here. It is It is a hold-your-nose week, absolutely. Uh, wide receiver... Adams at 8,600, that's really expensive for a guy coming off uh, 20 points with a questionable tag. If he gets a full go, again, uh, I'm, I'm leaning into a Green Bay narrative this week um, that they are better than they showed last week and better than Indianapolis. So if he gets a full go, I like Adams, but it's questionable, especially at that price. Yeah. Uh, if he gets a full go highest ceiling on the slate for a wide receiver and it's not particularly close and mm-hmm. one of the best game environments indoors so yeah i'd have some interest especially you're gonna have to fade cook and kamara almost certainly to get yeah. him in this week based on the looks of it so you know construct your lineups appropriately there uh i could get on board with julio not really sure what calvin ridley's outlook is just yet this time in the week so that's interesting. Of course, we like Keenan Allen against Always. the Jets, but you know he's going to have to really get into the end zone 
in order to pay off a ceiling, I think, just based on the fact that he's not very targeted down the field very frequently, mm-hmm. usually targeted close to the line of scrimmage, racks up his points by accumulating a lot of catches, goes over 100 yards for the bonus. Uh, if Kamara ends up hurt, I'll probably keep playing a little bit of Michael Thomas every week because he was up around $9,000 at the beginning of the year. So yep. love that price this week. Yep. No, totally agree there. Uh, to get more exposure to the football team versus the Bengals, how do you not like Terry McLaurin? Yeah, he's yeah. just been uber consistent. Nine targets last week with Alex Smith. Uh, you know, didn't miss a beat there. You have you have to like McLaurin, sixty nine hundred and against the twenty sixth ranked fantasy defense against wide receivers. Nice price too, you know. And uh, I, I know we, we, we like the purple guys this week. Thielen and Jefferson both just feel a little bit too cheap, don't they? They do feel too cheap. Um, you know, it, 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 it plays into the Cook narrative that, that that's the guy you want because that's the guy um, everyone is expecting to have a big week. But Dallas is the second worst defense against fantasy uh, wide receivers. Either one of them could go off. Which would you prefer, Thielen or Jefferson? I want enough of both. It's really hard for me to say that I have a lean one way or the other. Um, we saw both of them have good games against Chicago, even though that's a really tough defensive matchup. They have a good secondary there still. I think that Jefferson has a little bit more upside, but if Thielen ends up seeing the volume tilt in his direction, then he could have a big game. I like them both. Yep. I really do. I'll have both. Agreed. Um, Around there, Kenny Galladay is 5,800. If he gets a full go, um, I like him. I can kind of a hold-your-nose play. The rest around here, I mean, I, you know, you want a DJ Chark, okay. Um, especially if you think that, that Jacksonville is going to be trailing in that game. But I, I'd rather have Robinson in that offense. Um, and I, you know, I don't know. There's There's just not a lot I love here. I, I will say I do think um, in, at the same price range, Emmanuel Sanders and Jacoby Myers both seem too cheap for me at forty nine hundred. Yeah, um, we're looking at you know. Hang on, let me do the math. Twenty four, thirty one targets in his last three games. Um, I, I I really like Jacoby Myers, and it's just if something strikes me as 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 too cheap about Emmanuel Sanders forty nine hundred dollars. I think. Uh, I, th- I think he could he could find his way to a really good game this week. Interesting. Hadn't considered him, but uh, I do like that game. Those teams know each other well, and it's indoors, so that one could get pretty interesting, mm-hmm. especially if Jameis does his Jameis things and gets New Orleans in a hole. <laughs> um, I think I like T. Higgins the most out of the Bengals guys, followed by Tyler Boyd and then A.J. Green. DJ Moore is interesting again at 5.6. Had a nice big game last week. Uh, the Dallas guys are all very cheap. That whole game is way underpriced. Cooper is 5.4. Lamb is 5K. I like nice. both of them. Uh, I think one of them could have a good game. So if you like that game a lot, you're going to have to figure out how to bring it back with somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's very affordable this week. Brandon Cook, same thing. Good rapport with Watson. Like that game a lot. Love Jacoby Myers. I mean, like you mentioned, 31 targets the last three games clearly has a rapport with Cam Newton. He threw a touchdown last week, so they're getting him involved in a number of different ways. 
So love him. Let me let me ask uh, a question um, there. Um, yeah, they are both cheap. Can you play Harris and Myers in the same lineup? Uh, I mean, I, that's got to be a game stack. Yeah. Okay. You know, if you're playing like Watson and Cooks and Fuller or one of those guys or Cam and bringing it back with Cooks and Fuller, uh, you're just hoping for all the points in that game. That, that's how I would set that up. But, mm-hmm. I mean, theoretically, it's a pretty good floor. Yeah, it's just it, – it, it, it's interesting to me because, yes, it's two – it's two pieces from the same offense, and it's two pieces from the same offense that isn't, say, the Chiefs' offense that you can realistically expect to go out and just put up points every week, right? But at fifty-seven and four, you know, and both pieces under six K, and one of them under five K, they don't, they, you know, fifteen points out of both kind of pays off, right? Um, you know, it's, it, that that's a little undervalued, but it's possible. It's it's interesting, but you're you're probably right. They would probably need to be both a little cheaper um, to justify playing them both without a massive, you know, without a real real heavy game stack in that spot. Yeah, I probably won't play them together. Yeah. But you know, Myers doesn't need a touchdown to pay off. He, he's a volume guy. Uh, I think Harris will need a touchdown to pay off, probably. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. It's not like both guys are touchdown dependent. Like, right. It's not like a tight end that needs a touchdown to get there. Myers will get there just on volume alone. So, yeah, I don't mind that. Um, I do have a couple cheaper guys. Michael Pittman Jr. for the Colts. Finally emerging a little bit the last two weeks. Eight targets against Tennessee. Caught seven of them for 101. Got a rushing attempt. He's interesting in a game that we like if you're looking for a bring back with the Colts. And Jalen Rager is back for Philadelphia. Uh, lackluster couple of games here, but he's got a ton of speed on the outside, and Philly does like to take their deep shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, running it back with Jakeem Grant. He actually hit last week, caught a touchdown for 3K. He's only 3.5K against Denver. I, I like that a little bit. And yeah. then uh, Denzel Mims, another dud recommended at some point this year for 3.3K. I'll add one more. Uh, he's $4,600. He's, he's questionable coming back from an injury, but Alan Lazard in three games this year, rounding, has gone 18, 8, and 29. So if he plays and and he's good to go for 4,600, you could do a heck of a lot worse than, than that kind of production. I like that. Tight end. Oof. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't really like anyone here. Um, and, and, you know, Hayden Hurst, $4,400. Uh, he's gone over ten in in uh, each of his last four games and five of of his nine this year. But he's forty four hundred dollars. He's probably my my favorite raw tight end on the board. Um, you know, I I know you're going to say Hunter Henry, and that's totally fair, especially against that matchup. Um, but beyond that, I mean, he got six targets last week with Alex Smith, and he's thirty three hundred. I I guess I'm back on Logan Thomas, but. I just you know, there's not there's nothing here I feel good about. This is just get away with a decent score because it's not going to make or break a slate pretty much ever. Yeah. Tight end has been so bad this year. Mark Andrews has been so bad for the last two months, but we know we can catch two touchdowns. So he's on the radar because he's under five k. 
Uh, you are absolutely correct that I have interest again for the 11th straight week in Hunter Henry, a 4.6K in this matchup. Right. <laughs> I think we might clean sweep it for the whole season. <laughs> Uh, if Noah Fant like looked any type of healthy, I would like him every week. But it, it's just every week he's getting banged up. So yeah, it's tough. tough. Definitely like Hayden Hurst, especially if Calvin Ridley sits. Mm-hmm. I think he could just end up seeing height and volume there. TJ Hawkinson's finally starting to find the end zone a little bit. If Galladay misses, I think that increases his likelihood of a better game. So keep an eye on that one. Um, Austin Hooper, cheap, eh. Dallas Goddard, cheap, eh. Logan Thomas, to reiterate what you said, I like that game a lot. 3.3K, I expect a lot of volume there. Yeah, I guess that's about it. That is about it. Um, and and all that's left for us is, uh, is defense, which, honest to God, I think is my favorite position group of the week. It's just, there's just a lot I like here. And I'm going to go through them rapid fire. Um... Cleveland, we talked about him earlier, 3K against Carson Wentz. I'll take that. That Washington defensive line against the Cincinnati offensive line, which is abysmal. I mean, Burrow's getting crushed. That that, that D-line for, for the football team should eat at 2,900. Uh, two teams at 23. I mean, Cincinnati gets Alex Smith at $2,300. Uh, they're not a good defense, but they could have a good game, especially at that price. Uh, Jameis is live to throw at least multiple pick sixes every single game. So Atlanta 2300 is an interesting play. And the last one, Road Ben is real. So if, if you got $2,100 left and you like the rest of your team, and this is a week I don't think you're going to like your team. I think it is, it is as we said, a, a hold-your-nose week. But, I mean, Jacksonville, Jacksonville's defense has been, has been in the black Seven to nine weeks. Um, they've never been negative. 11 and uh, 11, four and five in their last three. That's more than enough at 2100 against, uh, again, I mean, it's it's an accept a zero situation, but against Road Ben Roethlisberger, $2,100. If it's there, I'll take a shot. I like all the same defenses as you, and I also like all of the quarterbacks facing those defenses this week. I like the Browns, but I also have a little bit of interest in Wentz. I like the football team, but I also have interest in Burrow. Yep. I like the Falcons, but I also have a little interest in Jameis. I also like the Bengals at the same price. And I also have interest in Alex Smith. And the Jags make sense for even cheaper, but I also have interest in Beth. This week is just terrible. That's it. Drop the music and let's let's just go. Let's let's recap uh, what is what is, as we keep saying, a brutal week. Uh, and, and I'll take you to uh, some brutal parlay numbers and, and get us out of here. Mr. Paulson. Yeah, quarterback is gross. Uh, I like the guys who can run. And I'm going to take a shot on what I think might be a slow game, but I like Watson and I like Newton. And then I also like Joe Burrow and Alex Smith in the Cincinnati-Washington game. Running back. Really nervous about this Kamara situation, so I'm going to stick with Cook at the top end. Mm-hmm. And then if DeAndre Swift is cleared from his concussion, it, his price is up, but I like him. I like the usage. I like that they're committed to him. Uh, I like Kalen Balazs for the Chargers just because I think we can bank on some usage in this range. It's gross. I'm probably going to play a lot of these guys. It's gross. Yep. Wide receiver. 
Terry McLaurin in that Washington-Cincinnati game. Uh, we like both Vikings guys, Thielen and Jefferson, and definitely would love Jacoby Myers for 4.9K. Good way to save some bucks as soon as you get in there. And tight end. Kind of really waiting on some injury news for some of these guys, but the guy that I'm starting with is seemingly Dallas Goddard for cheap, but also like uh, the Logan Thomas, just trying to get some points for cheap and move on. Defense, start at the bottom and work your way up. I like the Bengals against Alex Smith and the Falcons against the Saints. Uh, similarities here, as always, but uh, quarterback for me, different. I'll take Rodgers, I'll take Jameis, top end, low end there. Uh, running back, Kamara, obviously, if he's if he's healthy and good to go. Uh, but Cook and Harris, for me there, with a little bit of, of Robinson sprinkled in in that, in that mid-range uh, but really sprinkled. I just I don't like the mid-range of running back this week. Uh, McLaurin's wide receiver. Jacoby Myers' wide receiver. A little bit of Alan Lazard in the bottom end there. Hurst and Logan Thomas at tight end. Gross. And uh, and, and all those low-end defenses. The Browns, the Falcons, the team, the Bengals, and the Jags. Speaking of gross, the parlay has gone ice cold. Uh... 0 oh, and three on the on the on the on the on the on the weekend last week, uh, well underwater uh, for the season there. Spread over eight and six. We'll take that. Uh, we got one spread play this week. Green Bay locked that in earlier this week. Two and a half, getting two and a half. I don't understand that line, which makes me nervous. Uh, but it's moving toward Green Bay, so I'm okay with that. I just I think Green Bay is way better than than Indianapolis, and I think they get a bounce back here. Green Bay is getting two and a half. Yes. Wow. Yep. You're right. It doesn't. It doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? To, to, I mean, am, am I wrong here? No. I like that a lot. Yeah. In fact, you know, now I just, I just, you know, I've written it down a bunch of times. I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm right here. You know, um, I believe it has come down, um, and it has. Green Bay is now plus one and a half. Um, got it earlier, two and a half uh, when I when I wrote this down and and, and did my did my uh, my research earlier this week. And now the teaser. I got two for you. Why? Because it's internet money. Let's 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 just go with it. Um, Cincinnati is plus one and a half. The Chiefs are minus seven. I like putting those two in a six point teaser, uh, which means the the Bengals get. Seven and a half, and the Chiefs lay two. I like that. Then, we add a third team. The Chargers are at plus eight and a half. Uh, you throw that, throw throw them with the Bengals, with the Chiefs in a seven-teamer, that's plus 120. So we got two, team, two, two teasers, a two-teamer with the Bengals and the Chiefs, and a three-teamer with the Bengals, Chiefs, and charges minus 120 in the first one, plus 120 in the second one. What loses? Probably everything. None of it. This is the week. This is the week. We also got some somewhat late-breaking news for the podcast, which makes things slightly interesting. What do we have? It appears unlikely that Teddy Bridgewater will play on Sunday against the Detroit Lions. XFL superstar PDJ Walker is $4,800 and the heir apparent to the Carolina Panthers game. Well, uh, you got to stock up on Mike Davis a little bit there, but I think it's PJ Walker week. I, it might have just become PJ Walker week. Like, just 
edit out the first 40 minutes of the podcast and then just put that in there and that's it. I mean, when it's PJ Walker week, you can't lose. <laughs>